How long have you been doing this? This specific podcast? Mm-hmm. Maybe two months now, but I had oh, one cool. going before this for a yeah, bunch I think of I years. I remember you saying that on the Rachel's. Um, which I still do occasionally. It's been a while since I've done an episode, but I'll use that one for various things. Like I have remote coaching clients and then when they reach a certain level of success, we do a success story interview. Okay. I'll get them on Zoom because mm-hmm. just about all anybody I coach is long distance. We'll get on Zoom. We'll record it side by side on Zoom and that'll get uploaded as a video episode. I'll share the link with you. Yeah. Like I'll show you. Love to see it. Um, and then I use that for other, like any kind of random things I do. Like sometimes I'll go over my annual health exams. Mm-hmm. I'll go over all the results on a podcast video. Like your personal ones? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. you just, it's the easiest thing to do. Just sharing by example, showing people your numbers, being very transparent. Mm-hmm. And they're not all perfect, but long story short, I've no had my ups perfect. and downs in life. <laughs> yeah. Like I've had, I used to have bad numbers when, mm-hmm. when I was way off track, when, yeah. when I was in some dark times. Um, and I share all that and I show people like, Hey, I'm in my early fifties and here's proof. You can see my numbers trending better for the last seven or eight years, mm-hmm. you know, since I got things corrected. Um, you know, you put in the work, you live the lifestyle, you're going to get most of the benefits, yeah. whichever way you cut it. And then the other things that aren't perfect, it's okay. Like, right. you know, it's, you don't throw in the towel just because everything's not perfect. So Right. And what it is today doesn't mean what it's going to be tomorrow. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, yeah. So this one started two months ago. I tell the whole story how this started on episode number one, the first interview I did. Right. If you want to go flip back yeah. after you're on here and see, oh, that's how we started this. It's a good story. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I'd love to hear it. And it was very unexpected. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a, a believer, follower of Christ. Same. So I have like, all right, amen. So, amen. God speaks to me a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And so, and especially over the last 10 years, He's I talk been about talking to us too lately. <laughs> there you go. Amen. So you get it. So I, I talk about that. I just, yeah. I, you know, whoever's watching is watching. I have a lot of, a lot of followers, a lot of believers. One who, of the reasons why tune we're into my stuff. staying so hard with this is pastor Britt from 1122 is a member of the gym. Okay. And he helped us. He was there since day one. Right. And he helped us. He just left. Really? Uh, and, He's telling all the staff and, and just has been incredibly encouraging. And I didn't know him from Adam before this whole thing started. Really? And I was like, honey, this is touched by God. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. It's neat to see it. Yeah. All right. You ready to roll? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Welcome back to the Midlife Muscle Podcast. My name is Joey Atlas. And today we have Chris Phillips with us. Chris, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate Joey, you being here. My pleasure. Thanks yeah, for having me. You got it. My pleasure. So... Anybody who's on listening on the audio feeds, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, any of the other secondary players, you're going to want to come check out the video version of this one and all these other episodes because my guests are worth looking at, watching their facial expressions, the body language, uh, the gestures. Uh, so here's what you do. Just go to midlifemusclepodcast.com. That's the shortcut link right to the YouTube channel of the podcast where you can see all the videos, you can subscribe, you could leave your comments. You can leave your questions under any episode. And as we get going in this episode, you're going to want to stay tuned because at the end, Chris is going to nominate a future guest, just like his wife, Rachel, nominated him. That's right. And if you haven't seen (laughs) Rachel's episode, Rachel Phillips, you could see her uh, several episodes ago. She's holding up the protein, the gluten-free protein pops, (laughs) right, on the cover. Uh, There was another Rachel. You'll want to check out her episode too. 
and he's going to, he's, he says he's got a good question for me. So in the turn the tables portion of the episode, he's going to ask me a question. And then we're going to share the social media channel of Chris's choice. So as we get into this, Chris, we're going to, we're going to warm it up nice and easy. Okay. All right. Go gentle. Yep. So I'm going <laughs> to have you, um, I'm going to have you give us a brief self intro, just like five, six sentences. Okay. What's the snapshot of this guy, Chris, sitting in that chair? All right. Fair. Uh, my name, like you said, is Chris Phillips. Um, I'm a proud husband and father of one 10-month-old uh, Gabriel Peter. Nice. Um, pretty much the smiliest, happiest little baby, I think. I mean, I know I'm biased because he's of mine, course. but he's, uh, <laughs> he's a pretty rad little guy. Um, I'm uh, 44 years old, born and raised here in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. Um, had lots of different looks and careers through my life. Came to fitness a little bit. A little bit later in life in about my mid-30s. Okay. Um, we'll go deeper on that, too. Yeah. Fitness has always been a part of my life, but right. I'd say that, like, as far as a career, it's a little bit later in life that I did that. Okay. Um, and and that's it. We're, okay. we're currently operating uh, Hyperswole Gym. Um, we're in the process of transitioning uh, ownership of that, but um, that's... Yeah, Rachel talked a bit about that she last on her a episode. Bit of that. We're going to go deeper on that. All okay. Right. Perfect yeah. intro. Love Thank to. you. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go back to your childhood. You're born in Jax. Which part of Jax were you born in? Uh, so I was born in Ponte Vedra, Palm Valley area. We kind of bounced around that area. Okay. Uh, my mom was a little local real estate legend out in uh, Sawgrass. Name? Teresa Phillips. Okay. Was her name then. It's Teresa Dahl now. Okay. Um, but she sold a lot of the houses out of like Arvida and the Sawgrass area. Yeah. So when I first moved down in 99, my first wife, we bought in um, Sawmill Lakes, which yep. was an Arvida. Yep. That's Arvida. Arvida community. Uh, I used to hear about them all the time <laughs> when I was a little guy. Yep. Uh, Glenn Amerson was the was the was like the the the, the building supervisor she probably knows who he is yeah good guy oh i guarantee guy. it it's, yeah i can't go anywhere in this town with my mom and I'm, i trace up uh -huh. um, understood all right so you're born uh in the area that i moved down to so you grew up in mm -hmm. ponte Vedra area grew up there um and then which which high school did you and did you i went to nice. to nice i went to okay. allen nice high sure. school yep graduated in 98 okay uh off to florida state and through 98 to about 2000, transferred down to Santa Fe down in Gainesville, right. spent a little bit of time there and then came back and finished here at UNF. Awesome. So did you play any sports at Nice? I did. I was uh, football, wrestling, um, track and field. I really, really got into pole vaulting my junior and senior year. I did nice. pretty well there. Set, set a record at the school. It's probably now since been smashed. All right. But, well done. Um, Loved football, but pole vaulting was kind of my sport towards right, the end. Right, very cool, good stuff. Okay, so when did you when did you actually get into fitness training? Uh, like like when I first started working out, kind of thing. Yeah. So I very much distinctly remember it. It was in probably the first time I touched a weight was middle school. 
and Landrum Middle School had just been built. It was really constructed. Right. And they had uh, they had a little fitness gym in there, and our coach Malolo would take us in there every once in a while. And it was just machines. It wasn't free yeah. weights. And then when my mom and dad were were splitting up, uh, my seventh or eighth grade year, he would start going to the gym at Bailey's, and it was okay. a long drive for us back then. Right. You know, we had to go all the way from Ponte to oh, Jack's yeah. Beach, and this was like I think maybe one of like two of the Bailey's locations right. that were out there. And uh, Dave was, Dave Bailey, the owner was actually mm-hmm. like front desk guy, yeah. janitor, I mean, you know, right. do all the hats, yeah. right? And he'd come in there and my dad would try to drop me off in the kid's corner and I was not having the kid's <laughs> corner. <laughs> and I would see all the guys and this was back in the day, like, you know, early 90s, maybe late 80s, like the big pants, the big hair, the right. rock and roll music. Yeah, the crazy wear pants. Yeah, uh-huh. the dudes were throwing weight <laughs> around. And I was like, I want to get in there so uh-huh. bad. And uh, so Dave finally said, you know, usually it's 16 and up. But, you know, we trust you. And yeah. We know your dad. So you, so I was like the first little kid that could go. So in. you were started training around 14-ish, 15? A little earlier than that. 13? Like 13. Yeah. Nice. Okay, this um, is good. Okay, so quick side note. Um, most viewers, listeners, you know that most of our guests are from the Jim Jacks. Um, and the way Chris ended up in here is through his wife, Rachel, who was a former guest who was referred by, nominated by <laughs> Catherine DeVincentis. Mm-hmm. You know, Catherine and, yes. and Dr. D. Rob. Yes. They're, they're members of the Jim Jacks, of course. Yeah. And so that's how we're getting other guests on here. Uh, because members of the Jim Jacks are referring other friends and people in the fitness realm who just don't go to the Jim Jacks. They, you have your own place yeah. or they're training somewhere else. So anybody, in case you're wondering, that's how Chris and Rachel are on here. And we love the Jim Jacks. It's a fantastic facility. Yeah, agreed. Great Understood. gym. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, I tell the story of how I ended up in there. Because mm-hmm. I was training at home for, for quite some time. I've got a, a setup at the house. I've got my own home gym system that I invented. Right. Um, but again, when God lights that path in front of you, yes, you follow it, right? <laughs> For sure. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. All right. So you start training uh, in the gym, 12, 13, 14-ish. Mm-hmm. And then how does, how does your fitness training and interest progress from there? Always a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, like, it was so cool. And this was, you know, once I did make the shift, these were the guys that I really thought of. Like, you know, I was so scared and intimidated of them, but I wanted to be like them a lot. Right. You know, and I had a lot of insecurities, particularly through my parents' divorce going mm-hmm. on at that time. I was in rough spots, you know, Understood. ups and downs. Right. And I just looked forward to going to Bailey's so much every single day. Like so that whenever. was like a safety a sanctuary yeah. line for you. Like, and then as soon as I came in there and it was like the guy, it was day one. I'll never forget. The guy's name is Kenny. Mm-hmm. He had long blonde hair, had a T-top red Corvette. <laughs> he definitely had the zebra pants right. and, you know, big puffed up dude. And he's like, come over here, boy, we're going to squat. And I was like, yes, I love this guy. <laughs> and he was, he was everybody's friend. And then he introduced me to all the other just hulking monsters that I would have been petrified of. And they were the sweetest, nicest men that I'd ever met. Understood. And and that is like totally a thing that I like to preach to people that come into our gym or any gym. It's Mm -hmm. like the biggest, scariest guy in the corner 
is oftentimes the nicest, right. most humble, ready to help you type person. Exactly. And people don't believe it till they see it. And, right. And experience know. it. And experience like, it. Because yeah. uh, it is intimidating. Right. And a lot of people don't realize most of these, and not just guys, but even the women, mm -hmm. like you dial the clock back. Most of them started from a very insecure and uncertain place. Like That's they, they were there. Yeah. They were you 10, 20, 30 years ago. So they understand where you're at right now. And they're yep. most of them, despite what they look like at the time, like quite intimidating and maybe even don't want to be bothered. No, it's the opposite. Most of the time they're, yeah, they're, and that's not 100%, they're right, right. They're ready yeah. and willing to like, help you get yes. you onboarded, encourage you, mm -hmm. teach you some things and like fuel whatever part of the path you're on yes. when you cross paths with them. Correct. Yes. That's so 100%. It's a, it's a great dynamic. It's one of the things that I, I observed at the Jim Jacks on a few different levels. I could see that there was a really good open vibe there mm -hmm. and a very accepting atmosphere of everybody. And I was like, yeah, this, there's something good going That's on. That's what You're I love about cool. gym culture in general, right? As it is, it's more accepting than people think. Like, oh, I'm not ready. And the one thing I hear as a trainer is like, well, I'm going to hire you, but I'm going to go run for about two months and lose 20 pounds. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, man, come now. Like, right. you don't, you don't get, get better before you get, I'm not saying I'm a doctor, but no. like, you don't get better before you go to the right. doctor. Just oh, the doctor now. said I should lose weight before I start working out. Right. Like, yeah. What, what doctor you going to? <laughs> I know, but that's all. Good stuff. Um, all right. So your training progresses. Yes. In your in your early twenties, where did your training take you? What so training for sports. Then, like it, it it pretty much was training for sports and to get bigger. Because mm -hmm. again, insecurities, right. scrawny little guy. I was definitely wanted to put on some muscle. Right. He man was my favorite cartoon. Okay. 20s uh like i would say we got college then when i graduated college i had a marketing degree followed mom's footsteps for a little while and i joined pulte homes um oh, yeah. for a realtor and it was more of like corporate type stuff in jacks in here in jacks yes sir um and then we were basically uh you know working out afternoons mm -hmm. always working out always there still at Bailey's and Jack's uh sometimes I would always kind of gravitate back to it mm -hmm. um but you know sometimes Bailey's at least while I was here in Jacksonville mm -hmm. um then I you know later in my later 20s I moved around a little bit for other career opportunities mm -hmm. and you know just worked at, like I moved to Atlanta for a little while I moved to right. Dallas for a little while um didn't spend much time in either of those cities but mm -hmm. just joined the local gym there right and it was my after work thing. It was punching Understood. the clock. It was brushing your teeth. It was, right. I loved it. Um, it was a stress relief for me. Um, whenever I had issues come up, you know, girlfriend breakup, you know, bad day at work, whatever. Like, yeah. I just wanted to go to the gym. Understood. Um, it is therapeutic. Yes. On many levels. On a bunch of different levels. Yes. Agreed. So how how did you go from real estate to fitness let's go there okay so uh the you know back in the day you know i think everyone listening to this is probably around our age so they'll remember you know the market crashed right. and pulte went from a really big bustling company at the time 2008 jackson around 08 yeah right. and then they kind of mm -hmm. shrunk down a little bit um and then i bumped around with a couple different careers i went and worked with an uncle 
I came back. I just was sick of traveling for mm. work, and I came back here and I bartended for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun, but I was now creeping into my thirties. Right. Is it was not the life that I wanted to continue to live. Understood. Um, went and worked with a friend's auto dealership company. Went into internet sales mm-hmm. there, and then when I met my wife, um, you know, I had always just thought that I was okay to work for somebody else, and mm-hmm. I never really. I never really thought of myself as good enough maybe to be an entrepreneur or mm. that I, you know, could start a, a business and mm-hmm. make something of myself that way. It was like, you just go out and you find a job. And mm-hmm. I just followed the crowd a little bit. And Rachel had, when I met her, owned a bakery. And before that, she owned a catering company. Right. And I was like, wow. And then she picked herself up from Colorado and moved out here all by herself. Right. And I just... Yeah, just her inspiration, really. And I was like, this is something that I've always loved and something that's brought me through a lot of dark times. It's mm. been there for me when people haven't all the time. Right. And I've always loved sharing it with other people. I mean, this has always been my passion mm-hmm. in my darkest days. Um, and I think that this is what I want to do. And I was like 35, 36. Said, it's now or never. I'm not getting any younger. So we let's give it a shot. Okay. And so what was that shot? like? So that shot, I'll never forget, is I scraped up some money and took a flight. I saw like like traditional barbell training is something that I always loved. Right. Um, and I was like, well, I need an, even though you don't, you just do something well and you'll be fine. But I was like, I need something new. I need, mm. you know, the, that next new thing. And I saw uh, Steel Mace on Instagram. Okay. Uh, so I saw some of the guys over in Austin doing it and uh, over it on it, mm-hmm. um, started following the on it page, started listening right. to some podcasts there and got to know Eric, the guy, uh, Eric Milan. he mm-hmm. ended up being their, their head mace, uh, certification guy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm just screw it. It's an expensive cert, but I'm going to pull the trigger. Right. And I flew out there, got my cert, came back and really just started doing mace classes on the beach. Right. And on your own. On my own. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I also need some experience. Mm-hmm. And God has always opened a lot of doors for us. And literally at church at 1122 on the message board, it said looking for personal trainers. And I was like, <laughs> this is like two weeks after I got back from That's Austin. So and I was like, all right, let's go this route. Love and so it. uh got in with a, a gym. I, I won't necessarily mention the gym, but um I got wonderful experience from them. A lot of group stuff. It wasn't necessarily a philosophy that I totally believed in. It was like 30 minutes in and out. Right. Too much cardio in my opinion, but it was good for me to get reps in front of people. And I really, really needed that. So I did that uh, for about three to five months. And then a few of those people um, wanted to train with me one-on-one. And I really got to get into working with them on on the barbell stuff. Right. Where did you do the one-on-one training? So it's funny, full circle. I kind of started sneaking people into Bailey's. Okay. (laughs) Training with each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were, you know, I'm working out next to Uh him and I'm like, you know, trying not to look like a trainer. And I've been there. Yeah. So, so we did it at Bailey's a couple of times. And then, um, I remember going, yeah, this just is not going to work. It's not sustainable. And I was looking at places to rent and then, um, my good buddy, Matt Thornton, who um, I'd known for about you know, 10 or 15 years prior, I just saw a post, say, looking for personal trainers. And um, I messaged him and 
one thing if anyone knew matt he was incredibly enthusiastic yeah and he was like get out here let's right. do this you know i met him long ago when i had a facility and i had a i had a studio in Ponte Vedra. okay was it next to like the meridian place or uh it wasn't far from there you know where uh penny pool is right now oh yeah right there's like the, those two like strip malls that look mm -hmm. identical to each other yep starbucks and one end of the south one and then the one right next to it has the pinch of penny pool yep my spot was where the pinch of penny pool is ah. <laughs> we started off by training a lot of local golfers and tennis players yeah and athletes how um, long ago was that that I think was i remember i remember that spot. you probably do yeah. i mean you could see us right from a1a yeah uh it was called the golfers athletic club yeah i first opened it i do remember that spot all right that was us and then we were training a lot of serious players i know like, you had some pga guys right? oh yeah 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 um and their families and their agents and a lot of them were like you guys really have a special way of training people here like my wife can do this or my right. business partner can do it. can they come train even though they're not a golfer or so a tennis goes. player yeah. like absolutely right and then we just opened the doors to everybody who wanted that style of training because by then a lot of the local doctors uh physical therapists were hearing about our style of training mm -hmm. you know we're not going beast mode we're not going heavy progressive overloads all the time we have a very it's a more of a yes there's more of a, a gentle very safe style of fitness training for all of us regular people who Health still want to get results yeah. right we still want results but we we don't we don't want to take risks and have setbacks that we have to like go get treated for in order to come back you to get the tremendous results you don't need to go to beast mode. exactly yes so that was an awesome experience and then i eventually tapered that down sold off the clients as i went more and more online cool yeah okay so super cool yeah, yeah. i totally remember that spot cool <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about it in the future that was a that was a really really good experience so many awesome clients made so many good friends and connections and um that was a huge blessing yeah huge blessing yeah i bet all right so, so yeah um so matt um he's like get down here right now today um you know i walked in and and uh he was just so enthusiastic he's like i've been following you with the because i was put that back then i was I'm very not good at social media now, which I know I should be. Um, but he was following the stuff I was doing, okay. like the steel mace. So he saw he saw what you were doing. He saw what we were doing, yeah. Okay. And he'd, he'd actually comment every once in a while, and then we finally hooked up, and you know, he gave me a base rate for the rent, and he's like, just you can bring in one person, it's X amount of dollars, do a class, it's X amount of dollars per person. Okay, you know, the gym is your oyster. This is your space, whatever you want. Nice, and then. From that point on, I was there and grew our book of business. Right. And he was incredibly gracious to us, like never changed our rent. It was all right. a handshake deal. Um, gave us the space that we needed, you know, even when he was constructing new equipment mm -hmm. and building new things in the gym, like he made sure that we always had a spot to train our clients. Right. Um, couldn't ask for a better guy to work with. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So from there, where did you progress? What was the next step? So, well, I, I would say we're probably kind of in the middle of the next step. Um, mm. We lost Matt in November. Oh, understood. Um, and, um, you know, Rachel and I had, had been there, uh, like I said, for probably six, it's, it was six years in November, so a little over six years. At the Hyperswole location. At the Hyperswole okay. location. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, after the, the, the day it happened, we just, um, we just kind of stayed there and, mm-hmm. you know, I did he pass unexpectedly. Very. Really? Yeah. It was very sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we just kind of stayed and left it open and members kept coming by and his old clients kept coming by and mm-hmm. friends. And I mean, he was a, a bit of a, a local legend yeah. as a trainer and a gym owner. And um, they were very enthusiastic about us trying to continue to maintain mm-hmm. it. Got and a lot of support that way. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was overwhelming at times. Like I get kind of chills just talking or thinking mm-hmm. about it. Um, and, you know, we're in the middle of that process. Nothing's final, nothing's yeah. said and done. Um, but everything. Are you like renegotiating lease and stuff like that? Yeah, the landlord's been incredible. He's been really great to work with. Right. Um, I've been working with his brother, who's mm-hmm. been great. Uh, the um, it's the whole state probate thing is a, okay. Bit of a challenge. So we're the personal representatives to his estate, but it's right. taken us a little bit of time to transfer things over right. and like purchase equipment and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, this is not a process um, that's that's really got a playbook. Yeah. Um, but it's it, everything's moving in that direction right. so unless right. something crazy happens we should keep do. you guys in my prayers with that thank you yeah yeah pleasure. we definitely appreciate that right. keep me posted after even after all this I'll, we'll do I'll, I'll yeah. stay in touch with you guys um want to hear how it goes okay so that's the fitness path fitness journey profession now in the fitness realm mm-hmm for you personally, what does your current weekly training schedule look like, like on a weekly basis, overall framework? So for my, like my personal you, workouts? Yep. Okay. Ooh, you had to do that, huh? <laughs> right in the middle of all the chaos. Yeah, <laughs> you know, life is life. It is. I'm still trying to get him in. So I, I'm, uh, what would be an ideal week at this current stage? An ideal week yeah. would be an uninterrupted hour a day. Okay. And what does the framework look like? Like Monday's this, Tuesday's that. Whatever. So currently right now we've got, um, we've got Spartan race we're getting ready for. So mm-hmm. I usually like to have, you know, a goal on the calendar every once in a while. Right. Are um, both you and Rachel going to do that? Or just yeah, you? actually we're doing it in the gym. Matt, uh, we, uh, we all did it together about three or four years ago and we wanted to do it and honor him. And it was like back, uh, um, we did, uh, the Jacksonville Spartan one. Rachel mm-hmm. and I have done the Spartan races for probably, uh, since we met six okay. or seven years, wow. maybe eight years now. Um, love the Spartan races. And we try, it's so fun because you can travel around the country doing them right. and make a little vacation out of it. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, but the one here in Jacksonville, is, we'd never miss that one. Um, so we're training for that right now. So ideally, it's total body training. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a phase two of that currently which phase two for me and and what i like to do is kind of like that mid rep Mm. eight to 12 rep Mm -hmm. range nice kind of hypertrophy range but i'm not really i'm going more for function right now as opposed to like muscle growth like bodybuilding function and performance function and performance so i got to get used to like running and being able to complete a task so we're we're doing a lot of like circuit type stuff where you're running and then you perform a little bit of the exercise um and then keep doing that but Basic nice. barbell lifts, um, you know, box jump, mace work, kettlebell stuff. Mm-hmm. But so back to the original question, it's really not, I don't have that time 
anymore. Right. So I'm doing right it, now. Right yeah. Now. So I'm doing uh, as it as you guys are transitioning through this period. Perfect example. Right. I did 20 minutes today um, around 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just picked two lifts. I did a, a squat and um, a dumbbell push press. Right. And then right before I came to see you, I had another little break after a client and I was doing a stability ball bench press and pull-ups. Okay, so this is awesome. I want to take a second here. A lot of my remote coaching clients know this. A lot of my uh, total access video on demand membership uh, clients know this. What you just heard Chris talk about is what I call, uh, it's either like stealth sets, Mm -hmm. mini sessions, micro workouts. You don't have to always do 45 minutes straight an hour straight, an hour and a half straight. 100%. When life challenges you, and it's going to challenge all of us at times, we have to make adjustments. We we don't just throw in the towel. So Chris's example of stealth sets, micro sessions, mini workouts are what he just laid out. Two exercises in the morning for alternating for 20 minutes, right? Yep. And then two exercises in the afternoon, evening. Yeah, midday. Right. So that's a total of just four exercises the whole day. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep this in mind. You don't have to do a full-blown routine or a full-blown program every single day to perfection in order to reach your goals. You got to be consistent. You got to be doing the right things most of the time. And you have to be willing to make adjustments just like this to bridge the gap when life challenges you a little bit. And it doesn't mean we're not going to miss days. Yeah. Right. We all have to take days off. But if you're being consistent the majority of the time on the days you're able to train, even mm-hmm. if it's micro sets, stealth sessions, you're going to be able to take days off without, without m- missing a beat. Like it'll actually benefit your body by having that unplanned day off. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't go wreck it at the, the food buffet or, or something like that. All right. That's a topic for another day, but <laughs> I'm really glad you shared that because a lot of people still don't understand this. Yeah. I talked to my clients about that too. Yeah. It's huge. Like a couple of sets done the right way Mm -hmm. is, is enough on certain days. I I have a client that I'm meeting after you that I'm, I'm winding him out of a a program that he got online. Um, and he, and I was like, it made my eyes pop out of my head (laughs) at this leg day routine that he had. And, um, you know, I think as far as volume goes, I mean, there must have been 35 or 40 sets on there and all the machines and all the, oh, man. <laughs> and, and so, and, and the one that, uh, you know, gave the most benefit was in the middle, um, was squats. Right. And, and I was like, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take, first of all, too much volume. We're yeah. going to take your volume and split it up throughout the week and on your legs, I just want you to squat. Yeah. Squat good. And right. we're going to squat right and we're going to load it appropriately. But if you just pick the squat, which is, in my opinion, the king of all exercises, and you just work on that for 20 or 30 minutes, brother, you've got the best workout of the day. All right. of this other stuff. I mean, if you got the time, quad extensions, the hamstring, I mean, they're nice, but just pick the right exercises. Yeah. yeah. Contextually speaking, depending on the person, you look at all factors there are some things that very clearly just make sense to focus on. Right. Period. Yeah. As long as the body is capable of everything and yeah, right. like you're all checked out yep. joint wise and things like that. And yes. Yeah. Good stuff. That. All right. So another, another perfect example. And you know, a lot, 
I get it. Like a lot of people, it could be confused. This is not their life. It's not their background. They haven't been doing this so many years. They didn't get certified. And they're looking at all these different information sources out there. Well, now there's like, thousands of experts endless. on Instagram telling you. Quote, unquote, experts. Yes, yes. Endless. And so Even I some get with it. doctors on their names. <laughs> right. Don't get me started there. I know, man. That's another episode. We're going to break yep. that down, too. <laughs> scary, scary stuff. But, you know, the, the, the benefit of this is that it gives people like us a platform to stand out on and come along and simplify things for people and help them mm -hmm. make sense of what in here is good what could we leave out what will enhance your life the most without actually taking up most of your life right and making you possibly want to stop in the future because it's unrealistic right if you don't get hurt first yes right yeah very good point um all right so let's go let's transition to i know rachel spoke about this a bit but how would you describe your weekly nutritional framework in a in an ideal regular week? Um, ideal regular week is uh, so my food has increased, or I'm trying to increase it because after after you know all the changes started happening, um, I started dropping too much weight. I, stress, I, like stress, stress factor. wasn't really eating much, right? Um, and not because I wasn't I'm always hungry. Understood. <laughs> Just time. And I'm, right. I'm running around. So I'm, tr I'm trying to get, I used to do, uh, and my workout, like I said, workouts have changed. I used to kind of fast until around midday. Yeah. And I just personally like to eat big meals. Right. Like that's just how I mm -hmm. like to go. Uh, so I'd have a really big size lunch and even bigger dinner, mm -hmm. you know, um, snack before bed kind of thing. Um, and I'd still hit, you know, 3,000, 3,500 calories to get right. all my macros in. I made sure I was still checking that right. stuff off. Um, currently now it is a little bit smaller meals throughout okay. the day. So like say breakfast today, I had um, yogurt, fruit, um, a cake pop from Rachel. Plugged. Yeah, those are so good. <laughs> I fired both of those things yeah. that same night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ones are hearts. Thank you. Um, and then uh, a little bit of granola, you know, for lunch. We try to make really big. She's such a good cook, and I'm so Sounds lucky. Sounds like it. I know that cooking can be challenging for right. people. Uh, and I think she mentioned it, but I, I try to Google stuff, and I'll cook it. Yeah. Um, but I double up the portions on everything, so okay. I have food for the right. next day. So that's right. my quote-unquote meal prep. Right, good. Um, and lots of whole natural foods, you know, we had pizza a week ago. Right. Um, we just try to, you know, keep it as simple as we can. We indulge and enjoy when it's there, but, right. you know, try not to make it a daily thing. We've got foods that we have triggers on, and we just mm. try not to keep them in the house. Yeah, understood. Smart, smart. Because uh, if they are close by, the, yeah. the psychological tendency to, like, All I was right. sick last weekend, and I was. she was like, do you want any snacky things? And the the pretzels with peanut butter in them, I was, we never get them and right. uh she got those they were gone in like a day and a half and i plowed through it and i looked at the bag and i was like i was like 1400 calories so, right there so we're human we're human see? yeah so we try to you know limit that kind of stuff right but stick to the basics right so her being a great chef that background and history she has if you want to hear more details about chris and rachel's nutrition approach some of the finer details, go back and watch her episode. Uh, again, she's the one holding the awesome protein, <laughs> gluten-free cake pops. Um, and you'll see there's a synergy between this episode with Chris and Rachel worth watching back to back. 
Um, all right. So are you a coffee or tea person? Uh, both. Both? Yep. And I usually daily? do. Yeah. I usually do black coffee in the morning, probably two cups. Mm -hmm. um, I limit my caffeine in the afternoon. I like to do... I like to do like a little lion's mane supplement okay. just for kind of like brain stimulation in right. midday, but um, I really try to limit my caffeine because I'm also not a great sleeper. Okay. Um, I do sometimes a, maybe another cup of coffee before workout, right. um, but that's about it. Okay. What about teas? Any herbal teas? You yeah, teas. Um, I have a, I just had this immunity detox tea from a company called Ned that we like a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a turmeric... Um, gold juice tea at night that okay. I like that with a little bit of chamomile. Nice. Kind of yep. wind down, get ready for bed. Right. Um, and if I put a magnesium three and eight supplement we have in there, then like I have to be drinking it in bed because then I will pass out hard. Right. Like right. I can't do this on the couch. Cool. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm going to make note of that. We'll circle back on that offline or something. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are challenged by sleep, but that's a conversation for another day. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Good stuff. All right. So without naming any any name brands, let's do a quick rundown of any supplements you take. Creatine monohydrate. Um, let's see. Green juice powder, red juice powder, um, the turmeric gold powder for night, CBD. Is that it? Okay. Try to keep it limited. Right. Um, I would love to do whole foods mm -hmm. for my vegetables and fruits, but right. I just don't eat enough of them. And, yeah. I, and I'm honest with myself with Understood. it. I try to supplement, only, and I give my clients the same advice. I try to supplement only what I need to supplement. Right. If I can get it through whole natural foods, I'm going to try to do that. Understood. Good stuff. So if you feel you want to put the yes. brain, belly, body, it I do. I want to try it. Yes. I'll send you the, I told Rachel, I'll send you I'm guys a label. I'm excited about that. No. Full rundown. So for anybody watching, the reason why you're not hearing any uh, other company advertisements or corporate sponsorships in this podcast, it's because I don't need them. I'm self-funding this. I sell plenty of my brain, belly, body, elixir mixer. It's a six in one foundational fitness formula. Um, selling this and the sales are growing every month and my total access online fitness membership. Those funds allow me to take the time, rent the space, um, do everything that's necessary to create this podcast. So it's basically self-funded. So on that note, Chris is going to put at least a week's sample version. I'll give you as, I'll, as much test. as you can give me. Yeah, right. I'm excited about that. Uh, and anybody else who's interested in learning about everything that's in here, uh, the full story behind it, uh, took five years to create the formula and perfect it. Just go to getlivingstrength.com, just like it sounds, getlivingstrength.com. Dot com. The website will show you everything you need to know, and you could submit questions on the website if you want. All right, that's it for that. So here's um, if we talked about this briefly, you may have heard it in Rachel's podcast. Has there ever been an episode in life, whether it was an injury, a breakup, mm -hmm. like a hard setback that either took you off track, where you had to find a way to get back on track, or made you focus on your fitness routines even more and what was that episode um yeah I, I i think i'd have lots of them i think um you know 
certainly the first big curveball, and I think it might be one of the reasons that I'm tied to fitness was my parents' divorce mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, and I, I felt like even though my dad was the one taking me there, um, that even he didn't understand. And the only the 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 gym was the only thing that I that understood. Right. Um, you know, losing my job in my twenties, mm-hmm. um, career ups and downs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have so many still insecurities, and those and have always dark pushed spots. you to sticking to your fitness routine it, even it's, more so. It's pushed me harder. Okay. It's, I, I've gone down roller the roller coaster ride, and 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 it, it kind of always had the fitness with me on the way down mm-hmm. and then it's like as soon as i'd hit a bottom you know then i would it would always start with fitness it would be like all right i need this is my way back right. i'm going to start here and then start picking up the rest of my life mm-hmm. together and start you know almost thinking with a little bit more clarity so it was like your foundation like your, it was my foundation okay. that's a great way to put so it so yeah at the at the certain times when you did get off track you you actually did get off track with your fitness a few times. You're saying some it would it I wouldn't give it the 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 dedication and requirement that I knew. Yeah, um, it was kind of flimsy. Yeah, it was okay. it was it was uh, you know uh, I don't know if I can half-assed approach right. to it when right. I went into it. understood. Okay, and then you use that as your baseline to really refocus, get structured again, mm-hmm. get serious. Um, and then rebuild from that foundation. Yeah, like you said, I, I used it as my life. foundation. Right. And it started, and and I knew where to start. I knew how to get by. If it, it was like one of those things where if all things in my life would be chaotic, and a lot of times they were, mm. I knew fitness, and I knew where to go, and I knew the roadmap there. Yeah. This is and I'm, good. I'm a kind of person that needs to have a roadmap. Uh-huh. And so it's like with work, like if something – if I lost a job or if, if an industry just melted away, well, where's my roadmap now? And I don't know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I know what to do here. Mm-hmm. So let's start here right. and then we'll look for building blocks of that roadmap. Yep. You know? So this is really good. Um, again, this is something I'll teach private coaching clients. I'll, I've written about it, spoken about it on podcasts. If you're taking care of your your fitness and health mm-hmm. through your life, every other part of your life benefits. Even if and when you're going through challenging times, yep. you're gonna come out better if you're maintaining some sembl- some semblance of a fitness routine and decent nutrition, as opposed to totally going off the rails or, like some people, never having been on track ever in their life. They don't even realize how how much more challenging they're making their life by sacrificing their health in the swirl of everything. Yep. Right. So it's like you can make your life so much easier on so many levels, reduce the suffering, reduce the, the wasted time, mm-hmm. um, the wasted energy that you don't even realize you don't have right. because you're not I training and, and having it all built up in you to be able to use and live life on such a higher level on, in all regards um and you become that's a more perfect highlight of to that too yes yeah. resiliency yes yeah when life you... resiliency injury resiliency illness resiliency mm-hmm. like when you're in better shape you're strong stronger physically mentally emotionally psychologically 
you have resiliency in all areas of your life. And I tell people, and it makes your life easier. Well, it's because what are you doing? What is fitness? You're challenging yourself. And yeah. and what we're talking about here is like when things do come out you like life those are challenges yes and you're doing these mini challenges in the gym every yeah. single day literally training for mm. life and mm -hmm. that's how i would always kind of equate it and i try to explain that to my clients right and the challenge of self-discipline mm -hmm. like self-discipline is challenging of course it right is. so if you yeah. can learn to master that and make it easier and make it not so much of a challenge right oh that makes your life so much easier yes so much better Write that down. That's a good one. Yes, write that down. Please. <laughs> Mastering self-discipline. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Um, what's one thing you wish you learned sooner as opposed to more recently? Hmm. I'll just say it. I'll, throw it. I'll, I'll, I'll give this one to the missus. Right. Uh, <laughs> when we met, and did she do I think she might have. She told the story. Did you tell the, the birthday party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it, she talked about like we always tease each other, like how I would eat or how I would. I don't. I think she did talk about I it. I think but, she did. Um, so I would. Um, I was I was bro man. I had to, I was boiling the, the chicken <laughs> she breast. Did, yeah, she did talk all. About I called him uh, meat for the week. <laughs> you know, I would do sheet tray like right. eye of round tasteless little steaks. Ah, it was so bad. Understood. And uh, one of the things I used to do is I'd separate my my yolk from the egg and the egg white. <laughs> <laughs> These poor, delicious, wonderful all the good stuff, all the goodness, and I'm just dumping it down the 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 uh, dishwasher or the uh, sink and um <laughs> i wish i would have known how healthy the yolk was yeah. and, i mean this was eight years ago yeah so yeah, yeah. understood we all did it yeah I, mean, I did mine maybe no 25 30 years ago but i remember Again. the days and like yes. so many people here's the thing so many people are still doing that now i know still so i, know. I mean i still see egg white products right uh, at the grocery like, store so that's really right there. like just get the egg yeah don't yeah. get something fake. God knew what he did when he right. made the little thing for exactly. us to eat. Like, like, it's, it's all, all the there. good stuff is in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're not pouring your eggs from a carton. It's no. Just, and you're not doing yourself Don't any do good. that. No. <laughs> and we're not, we're not yelling at you. We're just trying to help you. Yes. Like, don't fall prey to all these different product offerings out there when the real deal was already made by divine design. Correct. To feed this body and brain. Yes. Because that's what's necessary. Yes. Yeah. Great so, example. So nutrition, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, good. Good, and, good. And, you know, and it's so funny, too, because I can go back to that time where I was so confident. And mm. so, like, because I was just, <laughs> I was reading, you know, the Muscle and Fitness and Flex magazines. Right. And it's right. like, and I'm following this 300-pound genetic monsters diet. And it's just like, it was not working. I was taking every supplement in the book. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm still learning new things from incredibly talented, smart people with technique. Right. Every single day. I love mobility. I love bringing oh, it yeah. to my clients. Super important. Um, you know, just today I was watching a hip flexor mobility video. I'm like, oh, that's a brilliant mm -hmm. move. I mean, there's as much bad as there is out there. Um, there's a really good source of content oh, yes. information on yes, YouTube. Yes, yes, it's a smaller and percentage, and you just have to be a bit more discerning and correct. You know, ask yeah. somebody who's knowledgeable, like what you're looking at. Like, yeah, hey, is this real? Should I should I just scrap it, or you know, what, what's your opinion on this piece of content? Yeah, so constantly learning off of those types of right. of little things would be another thing. Yeah.
Excellent. Good stuff. Okay. You ever have a major injury? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, shoulder um, was dislocated and torn out of socket. How did that happen? Oh, God. Embarrassing. Uh, Mid-20s. Softball, not baseball. <laughs> Softball. And practice, not game. Really? So this is practice, okay. not a game. Uh, I was trying to beat out a triple, and I slid head first into the practice Mm. not game right and my elbow caught a bag and it just ripped completely out so i had to have it completely reconstructed so that shoulder's been reconstructed the left shoulder's been reconstructed yes and um, physical therapy afterward pt afterwards six month um rehab whenever i see and i can always spot it whenever i see somebody in that shoulder sling mm. my, i just start praying for him yeah. it is the worst injury i mean i know there's other worse right. injuries but gosh almighty that was Sleeping in a recliner, um, oh, yeah. you know, the month where um, I'm just starting to get light right. range of motion, putting on a t-shirt, showering, yeah. Thank I would, all God, the little things. It was my left hand and not mm -hmm. my right hand. Mm -hmm. um, that was rough. So does it ever bother you now? Not too much, just range of motion because mm -hmm. they tighten the, the ligaments mm -hmm. on it a little bit. So I'll never have the range that I had on my right because mm -hmm. the ligaments are just shorter. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it's a little bit weaker, but I've done a lot of unilateral training okay. over the years to kind of balance right. it out a little bit. Good. So, um, I mean, it's not perfect, but yeah. no one is. Right. So, and you know how to manage it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not setting any PRs with it right. anymore, but I'm good with that. The, the PR of life. That's what we're after. Correct. Right. Awesome. Um, okay. So this has been really good. So we're coming toward the end here. You, uh, you ready to nominate somebody? I am. All right. I so am. Who, who is it you're going to nominate for a future All right. episode? So I'm, uh, I'm going to expand your gym network, hopefully. Nice. A uh, uh, gentleman by the name of Joe Rivera. Okay. He owns Get It Fitness. Get It um, Fitness. Where is that? So last time I was there, I haven't been in a, in a couple, of, probably about a year since our last Spartan race. Um, it was off St. John's Bluff. Okay. I think it's still there. Um, but I did text Joe, and he said he was good good with being awesome. nominated. Um, incredible man. Uh, Marine Corps veteran. Nice. What um, age range? I think he's – I don't want to go too old. I think he's close to 60. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, nice. But he's a national elite Spartan um, racer. Like he, he – Oh, Rachel did mention him. Podium. Yeah, she said like, that's who you elite might nominate. Level. Yeah, okay. Yes. And he is the nicest man, uh, wonderful business owner um is so gracious to rachel and i whenever we came there right and he built and, and if anyone's ever raced on a spartan race they know the like they don't just throw these obstacles up in an hour like these are really well constructed yeah, they obstacles. have to be so joe actually built replicas of them mm. at get it and so if anyone wants to train for wow. a spartan race i will send my business up the street to joe and say that's the spot you want very to cool um because joe's got like all of the obstacles that you need to you know work yeah. on and he's a brilliant programmer so great dude nice all right i'm looking forward to that so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll be in touch and i'll remind you to connect me with him if, if you don't do it yep. uh, beforehand um all right what's your we're going to turn the tables now chris is going to mm -hmm. ask me a question waiting on this all right so as a uh like I said, I like being in, you know, getting into entrepreneurship later in life. Right. Um, another brand new opportunity seemingly is on our horizon. Yeah. What would you say as an entrepreneur that I 
am respecting. Thank you. Uh, your greatest strength and your greatest weakness. Mm, great question. So my greatest strength is creativity that comes from really observing details mm -hmm. of situations, people's words, um, things people are doing, uh, outcomes that are coming about through people's actions and using, using that to fuel ideas or something that can be created that doesn't exist or something that can be dramatically changed. Yeah. That is maybe something that does exist, but it needs to evolve a bit more to become something of greater value. Mm -hmm. It's like a kind of like a high level of emotional intelligence. Like you can really, I, yeah, that's exactly kind it. Of zoom in. On, yeah. On, okay. That's exactly it. That's awesome. Um, it takes a bit of reflection. Uh, like a, a lot of people live in a way that they're just observing mm -hmm. and taking everything at face value and living life accordingly. Right. Right. I've always had a very curious nature, inquisitive, like, and I've seen things get created. I've watched and listened to stories of how people create things. And that stuff resonates with me. And so I've always had a, I guess you could say a developing ability to also want to create and then also like just doing it. Like yeah. what, what, it, what am I hearing and seeing here where there's something that doesn't exist that can exist. And then you have to build that bridge. Right. Right. Yep. So it's the creative part of me that is fueled by this curi this this curiosity and this uh this inquisitiveness and this desire to to make things and create things that can benefit people right things that don't exist yet right like right? so if we look at just take the fitness realm for example alone mm -hmm. just fitness alone look at all the things that used to exist 40 years ago or 50 mm -hmm. and then take a take an inventory of everything that's been created afterward mm -hmm. that all required creativity right from a human yep right and so like i love being one of those people mm -hmm. to create and and fill spaces of need kind of with, further the journey of that yeah. right with with cool new solutions that make things easier better more enjoyable Right. So creativity is the creativity is the word. Okay. But it's where does that creativity come from? What's it fueled by? Right. Right. And you, you asked for the one. weakness. Uh-huh. Is it two parter? All right. So <laughs> weakness is I'm unorganized. Ah. Like I'm we are brothers. We are saying. <laughs> Very creative. I got a lot of drive. Yeah. Like I won't just create, but I will take action. Like this podcast is action. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm unorganized. Like you're seeing me now. I might seem very organized. I was actually going to say you're, you're, you're to do this episode. You're wearing a great organized. mask because <laughs> right. you're pulling it off. <laughs> so I'll be very organized in the concentrated instances where it's necessary. Got it. But bigger picture, I'll admit, like I need an organizer mm -hmm. in my life. Yep. Right. So that search is on. Right. or an organizer in my life. <laughs> so that's a weakness. I mean, for, you know, that's the easiest way to put it is that um, there's a, you know, scattering of various things in my life. Like, gotcha. 
you know, one example is somehow I let mail pile up, even though I'll go through it, Ugh. like I won't sort it or if like work papers, financial papers, you know, I've got a box here, then I've got a file cabinet there. And then I've got like an envelope, you know, over in, in this other yeah. drawer, like it's just not organized. Yeah. Right. I'm with you, man. So you could say, you know, there's a joke. Somebody say, well, you know, are you organized? Like, yeah, I have everything in one place. It's all in my house somewhere. Right. Right. <laughs> so unorganized. Uh, the, Some is in the garage. I am 100% with you of the mini hats my talented <laughs> wife has. Thank God she has that and she's keep me somewhat on track with yeah, it. That's all you need. And if just, she points me in the right, you know, like I lead in a lot of different ways, but it, she's got an organization. She's got that yes. And if she can put me in the right that's direction. Huge. Oh, dude. So valuable. Yes. Yeah. We need that. Very cool. Yeah. Great, great questions, Chris. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Worked on them very hard. Good work. <laughs> All right. So let's share the social channel you want to share before we wrap up. What okay. Is, what's the social channel? So I would say the gym. Um, Hyperswole. Hyperswole. Instagram yeah. or Facebook? Uh, let's go with Insta. Rach has been running that account. Okay. And um, what's the Insta handle for Hyperswole? I believe it's at Hyperswole. Okay. Um, I think it's straight up. Straight Hyperswole. H-Y-P-E-R-S-W-O-L-E. Believe so. And yes. if it's not, just search hyperswole. Search so hyperswole. Hyperswole on Instagram for sure, and probably see some photos of you guys, your clients, the facility. Correct. Yeah, right? we'll and I'll link to it in the show notes. So look below here if you're watching the video version. Check the description for this episode. I will put the link to the Instagram account in the show notes. And if you're reading this on the newsletter version with the audio versions attached, which you can get for free at uh, midlifemusclenews.com. You can get the newsletter. It's free, midlifemusclenews.com. At that same location of the newsletter, you get the audio feed, and you could subscribe to that as well. It's sent to you automatically in a free app. I'll put the link in the show notes to that as well uh, when I post the episode. So, Chris, that's it. Thank you. We're done. That's Thank awesome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Yeah, that was great. Great episode. Great episode. So if anything interested you, if you're local in Jax um, and you want to check out Hyperswole, you guys are, I, I, we talked about this with Rachel. Mm -hmm. I, I know I crossed paths with you near or at the bridge, but I know I crossed them with Rachel because she was walking more than time yeah. when I was doing my mm -hmm. runs and walks. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the dog's name? His name is Loki. Loki. Yeah, he's got a great. He he's of course <laughs> after our hearts. He's in Florida State right now. He's okay. In Tallahassee. All right. The one other thing I did want to mention is a big thank you. Uh, is and we're still going right. Mm -hmm. Is to our um, top tier fitness. They're another fitness company that's okay. helping us with hyperswole. Awesome. Um, they're running all Matt's kids programs. He was famous for okay. the kids programs. Yeah, Greg yeah. and Sammy at top tier. Top tier. Are top notch. Um, they're here in Jacks. They're here in Jacks. Yeah, they're basically running the kids' stuff out of Matt's. They both worked okay. for Matt um, before he passed. Awesome. But we couldn't be doing any of that stuff without those guys. Either. Yeah, good. We really good. appreciate that. All right. So Hyperswole is on Atlantic Boulevard. Yep. Just before the San Pablo light. Just so look for RPM sign. RPM sign. Set. You guys are in that that it's like a sideways strip mall kind of thing. That's us. Perfect. All right, that's it for this episode. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, you want to share some love, just check the comment section below. No matter where you're watching this from or listening to it, there's going to be a comment section. 
post below. You got any questions? You want us to expand on anything? I'm happy to do that, but you just got to post below and let us know. And until next time, peace and much love. We'll see you on the next episode.